0: Welcome to Simply Happy Conversations. I'm Narelle King, Wellness and Organisational Coach and Yin and Nidra Yoga Instructor. This podcast will help you create more time using organisational strategies so that you can start to simplify your life and prioritise your health. I'll be sharing conversations with other health and organisational experts and solo episodes with tips to help you simplify your life and prioritise your health. Hi, and welcome to Simply Happy Conversations. I'm Narelle King, and in this Simply Happy Conversation, I'm talking with Michelle, a professional organiser and certified Kumari consultant for The Tidy Effect. Michelle shares what Kumari method is and tips to help you sort and store your digital and physical photos and ways to showcase your precious memories. This interview is also a video that you can watch on YouTube. Let's jump into this Simply Happy Guest Conversation. So today on Simply Happy Conversations, I have Michelle from the Tidy Effect. She's a professional organiser, a KonMari consultant, and she's passionate about helping people to simplify their lives, organise their homes, and organise their digital admin as well. So welcome, Michelle.
1: Hi, thank you for having me on.
0: Oh, no, thank you so much for making the time and come on to share your knowledge around organizing and digital admin and maybe even some digital photos that we might talk about later. Yes. Maybe let's start with some of the things that you like to do in your free time, <laughs> um, <laughs> if you have any.
1: <laughs> yeah, I was going to say I don't have that much free time. I have two small children, so uh, any most free time is taken up by them. But um, some things I like to do free time by myself is uh, read, nap. I always could do with a nap and uh, just hang out at the beach. Oh, so what sort of books do you like to read? Actually, mostly I read business and like professional development. So maybe that's not really free time, but I still do it. (laughs) Oh, no, I'm the same. I love that. It's only if I'm
0: on a holiday that I'll read a novel, but I still love professional organising books or books, professional learning books as well. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) and so tell us about your journey to becoming a Komari consultant but also because you started with um, interior decoration first
1: yeah so I always loved homes like I've been obsessed with houses since I was a kid so I started actually I thought real estate and I did a real estate course and then I went actually I don't want to sell houses I like it's all too high pressure so then after a little bit of wondering what to do, I found an ad for an interior design course and I was like, yeah, okay, that's it. Making houses, you know, more personal um, for the clients, That that's a lot better than selling them a house. So <laughs> then I did interior design and uh, I worked in interior design for a few years, I maybe five years. <laughs> and I my last job was like for a home, sorry, home builder, a new home builder. And I worked in the studio helping the clients select all their finishes and things. And I just found that clients were like either building houses that seemed way too big or trying to squish into a house that (laughs) seemed way too small. Like no one was really thinking about what they actually needed. So then I thought I need to get into their houses (laughs) to make a difference how do I get in and help them live better so that's when I I remembered Marie Kondo actually I'd done my own tidying festival so I remembered Marie Kondo I googled her and she was doing training like a month from when I googled her so I flew to London and did the training with her and how long was the training for It's it's actually just like a long weekend, yep. um, and then you've got to when when I came back, I had to do like almost a year's worth of tidying and reports and photos and everything to go back before they certify.
0: Oh wow! And so was yeah. she actually there for the course? For yeah, the weekend? yeah, oh, yeah. So you met she
1: her. A, yeah, yeah.
0: Yep. She's so lovely,
1: know. just yeah. like on TV, like exactly the same.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and so then, do you use the Kamari method? when you're working with clients or is it, you know, just decluttering and organising?
1: I prefer to use the KonMari method. Yeah. Like, yeah, probably 99% of my home decluttering clients, they're the KonMari method.
0: Yeah, yeah. So maybe tell, because people are probably, some people might be like, what is? what are they What's even talking KonMari? about? Yeah,
1: <laughs> because,
0: you know, we're in that field, so we know. But maybe there's people yeah. out there that are like, oh, I've heard of it, but I don't know what it is. So maybe just are- a little bit of detail about it.
1: There are so many people that haven't heard even of Marie Kondo. So Marie is a, um, I guess, a professional organizer. She's from Chaban originally and she developed her own method of decluttering. So instead of doing like room by room, we do categories and we do it in a specific order and we go through and keep only the things that spark joy. So we would like pile all of your clothes together and then you have to hold each piece and decide which ones spark joy and we only keep the ones that spark joy and the rest go either to donations or sadly maybe to landfill but hopefully donations (laughs) Mm. and selling do you do you find
0: you have many people who sell want to sell their things or not so much
1: not so much I guess it depends on your clientele like if I get a higher end client Mm. you know one that has higher end products or um garments then we will do selling or they will i generally try and stay out of that yeah um (laughs) but they they don't do any selling a lot of my clients are happy to just donate um because it depends on whether it's worth the time to Mm. do the selling so if you just have the average clothing then it's not generally worth time and they're happy to just donate yeah
0: yeah and so what do you want to just give us a quick graph what is the process like the areas of your home that you would start with. Yes, the categories that you do. Yes, so you yeah.
1: start with clothing, and then you do books, and then you do papers, and then you do kimono or which translates apparently to miscellaneous, which is just basically everything else in the house. <laughs> and and we break it down into some categories. And then the final category is sentimental. So that can be any other item like it could have been sentimental clothing, but we'll keep it to the end and do anything sentimental right at the mm. end.
0: And so do you find, though, that you attract some clients that might be wanting to just do their kitchen? And so then do you still focus on the same method or how does that
1: work? Yeah. So most of my clients do the full festival because that's how I advertise and how I market but a lot of, uh, there are a few of my clients that will just do one category, Mm. but we still do the whole spark joy thing. I just find it's more effective if you start from the start and do the whole house. But if someone's, yeah, intent on doing just one category, we'll still pile it all together, check what sparks joy Mm. and yeah. And then
0: do you find too, if they did just start with the one category, they're like, actually let's keep going. Yes, yeah, yeah absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just want you to do this toy room. Actually, now that we've done that, can we move on to something else?
1: Yeah, yeah. I just need help with like my kids' stuff, and then yeah. oh, actually, you know what? That was really good. Can we yeah. start on my stuff too now? So Yeah, yeah, yeah that's yeah. pretty common.
0: It is, isn't it? And and it's great because it's obviously too that you know getting to know you and what you do and going oh actually I can work with this person too. So you yeah, understand why they say yeah let's just start with one
1: yeah absolutely it is it can be a bit of a jump for someone to sign up for Mm. a whole a whole home declutter before they've worked with me at all so we can sometimes start just with one category often that is clothing like we will start with water but sometimes it's a different category and then we go back to the start when once they know that we work well together
0: Yeah. And what's your favourite area in the home working on?
1: Papers. Oh, you love papers. (laughs) I love doing papers. People um, are so overwhelmed by paper and I just, I love the difference we can make.
0: <laughs> yeah it's a huge difference and it's not even you can't visually see it but it's that feeling isn't it it's just yeah, yeah that's what i love yeah. too yeah and i think it just makes a, a difference to the process in the home doesn't it of the, yes. when people's come, papers come in what's going to happen with them rather than yeah, them to have a whole
1: <laughs> yeah to have a process to deal with them and move them out of the home is just yeah life changing for people
0: <laughs> yeah it is isn't it it is so then tell us about What do you find with your organising? Do you have any stories of things that you know of people and real big changes that it's made to them and how it may have flowed onto the rest of their life?
1: Yeah, um, I help a few people. Like often, my clients are going through some kind of transition already when I come into their lives. So whether it's retirement or Mm -hmm. moving house or changing jobs or starting a business, so I. Yeah, I love doing that, helping them through their transition. But often or sometimes we can come in when, you know, nothing much is changing but through the process of tidying, they'll realise what else doesn't spark joy in their life and they will make changes based, like, going forward from there. Mm. So, um, yeah, I think one of my favourites was a client who was a bit stuck in the career but also, close to retirement age so kind of tossing whether to go ahead with you know just retire should change career should we just stick it out for another few years in this one you know and through the whole process came to the decision that no I'm happy at home I'll retire and then maybe take up a new hobby or something and that could make me some money but you know no need to slog it out in the corporate world anymore.
0: Oh, what a great feeling for you yeah. as well as them to have then made that decision just through organising their home to then have clarity of mind as well. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. It's amazing, isn't it? How it just makes such a difference to their whole, whole person, not just the home, isn't it?
1: Yeah. And that's actually why my business is called The Tidy Effect because it's the effect of tidying just it changes so much more in the in the long run as well. Yeah, true. That's
0: great. I love the name. Where did it come from?
1: uh actually it was a branding specialist <laughs> handed it to me on a platter <laughs> oh
0: did, but it must have had something that you went yeah I really like that that sounds
1: good yeah so she gave me uh well I gave her a brief of like yeah. I kind of want to show that it's not just a clean or an empty room that you get from it you know yeah. there's more that you get out of tidying. And so she gave me a bunch. She gave me, I think, 10 names to choose from, but that one really resonated. Yeah, no, it does that effect
0: on the end. I like that. Yeah. So then tell us about some top tips that you would give listeners to organising their digital admin and even photos.
1: Yeah. So um, I love doing digital as well as the home decluttering. It Um, I find business owners especially really struggle in that area and I can come in and make a huge difference. Um, One of my tips is uh, is to back up, especially for photos, because a lot of the other data you can either rewrite or resave from other places, but the photos, they can't really be taken again. Mm. So, and I have had, I have lost a lot of photos in my life. So, I definitely recommend backup even as a mess that it is in now. Make sure that you've got a backup of them.
0: So, a backup is in like on a hard drive or on physically on like your computer on um, what is it called? The cloud.
1: (laughs) Yeah. So, it's actually best practice to have both. So, Mm -hmm. it's called the three, two, one method. You have three copies of your photos or of any file um, on two different devices and at least one of them off-site. So for me, my photos are on my computer. They're backed up to an external hard drive and also to a cloud backup service as well. So I'm covered in all events. Yeah, I will not lose them again.
0: And how are they stored? Like how do you organise them?
1: Yeah, so... Um, I was having this conversation with someone the other day (laughs) because I have seen a lot of ways to organise your photos and I believe that there's only one correct way (laughs) to file your photos and that is in um, chronological order. So whether it's I separate mine by year, but if you take a lot, maybe by month, Mm. but I definitely don't think I've seen like ordered by who's in the photos, which is confusing if there's more than one person in the photo I've seen categorised in events, but then it's hard to track. And, like, what what about things that aren't actual events? Yep. So, like, just everyday photos, where do you file them, that sort of thing. So I definitely recommend um, chronological order. Yep. Year by year. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um, and then I also recommend, like, so many of my clients, The photos are only on their phone, only on their phone. So I definitely recommend dumping them onto computers regularly so that you can then organise them and back them up because you can't do as much just on the phone. Mm. So And then I use um, just a a cloud drive. It doesn't really matter which one, but a cloud drive so that you can then view them from your phone still Mm. because a lot of my clients are worried that, you know, if you put them all on your computer you can't see any on your phone anymore so I use the cloud drive so that they're still accessible that way that's a great idea it
0: is uh, that I think is the biggest worry is that people won't be able to still see the photos themselves like whenever they want it so they they want to show someone a photo of something and they yeah find it so what about though you know You take a photo, a screenshot of, you know, a dress that you liked or a screenshot of a website that you wanted to follow up on. What Mm -hmm. about all of those? What do you?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Um, I, yes, keep on top of your screenshots is all I can say. So I uh, there are actually settings on your phone, definitely on Android and I'm pretty sure on iPhone. When you take a screenshot and send it to someone, it can then, it asks you, do you want to delete it? Mm -hmm. And so you can just hit delete straight away. Once it's sent, you don't need it in your camera roll anymore. So that's really helpful. That definitely helps to keep some of that clutter down. Mm -hmm. And then with the other screenshots, I think when I'm doing the photo dump onto my computer, so I do my monthly whenever you carry them across to your computer, I go through those screenshots and it's kind of if you haven't already actioned it, you probably won't. <laughs> mm. So if it was a website to follow up on, if you haven't done it in a month, it's unlikely that you will. So I just I let those go. Um, it's kind of outdated information by then, not that, you know, that thing is out of fashion or anything, mm, but yeah. that you clearly don't need it anymore because you haven't actioned it. So it was a, an impulse at the time, but you haven't actioned. And then I, ha- I also I have a lot of quotes and that sort of thing. Firstly, I use Pinterest to save them yes. <laughs> a lot of the time, um, but I will keep. I do have a screenshots folder on the phone uh, on the computer, mm-hmm. and you can tag photos so that they're searchable. Okay. And I'll tag them with like quote or something so that I can search. Uh, if I'm looking for an inspirational quote, I can just tag uh, type quote into the um, into Windows Explorer and. Yep. Find all of the quotes that I've got saved on the computer.
0: Oh, that's a great idea. I haven't thought of doing that. Tagging my photos on my phone, yeah, to make yeah. it a lot easier. Or does it or it doesn't automatically do that? Does it pick it up? No, no. no you just uh, do it yourself.
1: Yeah, yeah. I think maybe possibly, and iPhones do have okay. a setting to tag a lot, but that's normally only if you have all of your photos inside Apple Photo Library. So mm. if you start using it, like if you you're paired with a PC. Instead of a a Mac computer, and you copy your photos onto the PC, then you'll lose those tags. I believe. Okay. All right. So yeah, that's what's. Those little technical things, isn't it? Lots of little technical intricacies that uh, you learn a lot when you start doing photos. And
0: and I'd say that's probably people's resistance, isn't it? Yes. To even organise in the first place photos is because there's so much to it. It's not as simple as just saving it necessarily unless you have the same, you know, the phone's the same as the computer and, yeah, and you're used to using those cloud-based as well.
1: Yes. Yeah. It can all be really overwhelming to think, you know, I've got this and I've got this and how do I make it all work and how do I?
0: Yeah. And just that start, where do you start? Like, how yes. do you even start? Um, oh, there was another question that came to mind when you were saying that about the tagging the photos. No, it's gone now. It'll come back to me, but it's just, <laughs> it was, it was around that, that's that people. Oh, I know what it was. So what about when people have uh, digital symmetry? And they have the iPad, a, a computer, and a phone, and they haven't saved any of those photos, but they don't want to get rid of them yet because they do want them. What's your process with that generally? Like to get that, you know, they've got the old phone there and they want to get the photos off. Ah, uh, yes. It's yes. always to okay. me, it's the last thing, and then we never get
1: around to it. So yeah, yes. I actually have an old phone sitting on my windowsill in front of me <laughs> where <laughs> the same thing. Yes <laughs> um it is definitely not a priority. <laughs> yeah. I, I hear you um, but yeah, basically just making time for it. but you, if you have a system in place, it's quite easy mm-hmm. to do so. but if you you know if you don't have a system, then it is difficult to know where to start like you said and then that's when people have their tech just sitting around thinking, yeah, I've got to get photos off that at some point. But really just um, diving in and researching the best way to get them off is Mm -hmm. really the first step. So um, for me, I have moved all of the photos off that phone. It was all of the photos in messages. Yeah. And there were a few that I went through and saved and after that I thought what's gone is gone. (laughs) There's a point where it's not worth the effort. So I went through and saved all the photos that my mum had sent me, for instance, because they're normally of my children mm. <laughs> when they're at her place. So I went through and saved a bunch of those. But really, she has all of those photos as well. Mm. So I I could have just gone to her and asked, you know, if she had the, if I could just get any photos of my children. So it, it's, you've got to weigh up the time versus ben- <laughs> benefit there. And then you think about these devices,
0: like how much they've changed over the past few years as well. Like when you actually probably get that photo, what's the quality like? Yes. Yeah. In comparison to the to recent the phone. That, yeah, that it may not even be worth all of that trouble of finding quotes yeah. to charge it to even get it get it off the phone. Yeah. Yeah. Is the other yeah. thing that I'll plant that seed when we when we create a graveyard of uh, digital stuff, I'll plant the seed and then yeah, that's that's probably as far as it goes for me because yeah. I just don't get back to it. But yes, and I, and I generally will refer people to a digital technology type of specialist to yes. help them with that. Um, but yes, it's interesting, isn't it? It the...
1: can be a very when I first start with a, a photo client, it can be very full-on doing the hunt and gather it is to find all of those photos on all of those devices and go back to old computers or old iPads and everything. And when you're doing it, you would start with a folder for each device. Mm -hmm. So, you know, this is the photos from my old iPad. This is the ones from my old computer. This is from my old phone. And you would copy them each into those folders so that you've then got all of them in one spot. Mm, That's great. Um, and there's deduplicating photos in case you didn't know you had photos saved on your iPad, but then you moved them to your old computer, so they're on both. Yes. So you can run deduplicating photos to find all of uh, deduplicating programs to find all of those duplicate photos as well.
0: Okay, and then so what about the physical photos then?
1: Yeah. <laughs> how do you organize those? That's a whole those? other ballgame. Uh,
0: because my kids are actually a bit of both. Like the fir- my first child, yes. she's got actual physical photos and there was no camera, phone then. Yeah. So she's the first maybe, I think it's maybe the first six years, five years of her life. She's not on a phone. She's just on. Yeah, um, a
1: printed photo.
0: Yeah, she's printed. But she's on the computer, but she's on a hard drive. Yeah, that's her. Yes, yes. yeah. But then there's lots of printed as well.
1: Yeah. So for printed ones, I, eh, it's an effort because they don't have dates on them. You've kind of got to to arrange them in chronicle, chronological order, kind of yep. get a workout or guess when they were taken. And I do that, um, honestly, by like um, fashion yeah, <laughs> for yeah, one yeah. <laughs> and also uh, like the age of the kids, yes. the age of people in them and that sort of thing. Or like, oh, that was when we went camping Mm. in that year or that's you know that was that big event so you know those years and then you can piece the rest around that but sometimes you know the best you can do is decades when you're like organized by decades when you're you know doing I did my grandparents back Mm. catalog of photos so that was kind of difficult and I was like well that's when the the now my like my mom was a child and then that's when they were teenagers and (laughs) So, that's the kind of best grouping that you can do in that stage and in that point sometimes. Yeah. And then do you so.
0: scan those then to make them digital as well? Like to yeah. Save them? Yeah.
1: Yeah. I did. Um, when they're just one, one physical copy, it's kind of vulnerable, you mm. know, if anything yeah. happens to those photos. So, I did digitize all those, but that is a, an art in itself as well. <laughs> So um, you've got to have the right technology. There are apps that say that they'll scan photos on your phone, but that's not really uh, a high quality. So yeah. you couldn't, like, reprint that and have a decent quality photo. So it's um, that's an art in itself. <laughs> and I'm
0: sure there's a lot better technology now that can scan photos really quickly and just have a better quality than there was even maybe two years ago. Yes. So a lot of the professional photo
1: organisers actually Take photos. They they camera scan. They take mm-hmm. photos of the photos with their camera because that okay. is the way to get the best quality. If you have a very high quality camera, yeah. Um, and yeah, that is a skill. Wow,
0: <laughs> that just sounds really time consuming.
1: <laughs> yeah, that I don't do it myself yet. Yeah. Um, but I know a lot that do, and they have a whole workflow. So it can be time consuming, but once you get good at it, mm. you know, you can do so many per minute. It can be really. Um, efficient if yep. you know what you're doing and so then to finish off what's the sort of
0: best way then of either storing them like what do you find with um, people you work with do they usually like to have them printed off do they yeah what's some of the ways of displaying Ooh, them or keeping there's them?
1: so many different ways and each hmm. person has their own preference I love the idea of I haven't done it for myself yet actually um a digital photo frame that you can yeah, upload the photos to and that can switch around and that sort of thing. I actually don't have many photos are, are on display in my house, and that makes me a little sad. So I do have to fix that and get a digital photo frame. Um 2022
0: goal yes, for you. Is that it? is a goal for me.
1: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> get my photos displayed. Um, a lot of people do like having prints and photo walls and that sort mm. of thing. Um, if you're doing a photo album, they'll normally do like a a photo book not not print each picture and put them in an album but create a photo book through one of the apps or um, Mm. websites online and then get the whole book printed so um, they can be really nice and I know people that do like a yearly family photo Mm. book which can be really good and then to have those all lined up on the shelf looks really cool too
0: yeah no and it's great for kids kids I find really like going through the books and looking back the ones that we've done when they were younger
1: Yes, I I also want to do that 2023 goal maybe <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> because I we get photos from daycare too yeah. and at the end of the year they give you the little yep. scrapbook of things they've done and my daughter my youngest one's two and she loves going through that book yeah loves it she anytime she sees it she pulls it out so yeah definitely um, a new family ritual will be creating photo books for. each each year year going going forward but
0: we I did the kids um art like because they're a bit older and I used like Jimmy Halfpenny they were amazing so I sent all their art to them and they made these beautiful books and they love looking through the books they actually chose from these massive tubs of art what they wanted in the books which was great so they must have been I think I did it two years ago so you know sort of eight and ten and so it was a good age because I had a yes They had so much to choose from but yeah <laughs> that was a good it's a good range of I was I was probably like oh we need a couple more kinder in there and they chose obviously their older yeah. artwork which they could see a lot more development in but yeah it, was, yeah it was really lovely and they still love to flick through them um that's amazing
1: yeah. yeah I love that idea because you do uh come across some people with your tubs tons of kids artwork and it's like okay (laughs) do you have space for all of this (laughs) let's make some books out of that definitely
0: definitely the other thing I've we've done and I've done it with other clients is um put their photos onto the google home so set up their google home their alexia and then have a photo album so it's digitally coming through as
1: well which is similar to doing a digital photo frame yeah Yeah, that would be so good yeah, that's
0: yeah, that works well because they can see the differences and the changes over the year and stuff as well. Yeah, it's beautiful.
1: It's a good uh gift also for grandparents mm. if you've got one that you can um upload remotely as well. Yeah, that would be great. Um, so we I we just use a family chat at this stage where we just send photos to the whole family, but it would be really nice to have for the grandparents a photo album or photo frame that you can upload and they can just glance and see, oh, yeah, new photos on yeah. there. Yeah, I love that.
0: That's a great idea. I'll definitely be thinking about using that one. Well, thank you so much, Michelle, for your time. How can people find you? What's the best Uh, way to connect? Thank
1: you for having me on. Um, My website is thetidyeffect.com.au and I am on most social media under the Tidy Effect. Beautiful. Really easy. (laughs) I'll definitely
0: share links um, in the podcast links section. So, and thank you so much again for coming on and sharing all of those those tips around definitely photos. That'll be great for people to get organised this year. Yes. Thank you so much. I know. Thank you. Thank you so much for joining me for today's Simply Happy Conversation. If you'd like to reduce your paper and digital clutter and free yourself from the overwhelm of clutter so that you can claim back time and space to enjoy the things you love, head over to simplyhappy.com.au in the resource section and grab the declutter checklist and start to reduce your clutter even with small amounts of time.